Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. Well, that old saying goes that it takes a village to raise a child. And if you're a believer in Christ, you might say it takes a church to raise a child. Certainly that's been the case for us. Parenting is one of the most difficult and demanding jobs, and you just aren't made to do it alone. I'm John Fuller with Danny Huerta, who leads our parenting and youth department here at Focus on the Family. And Danny, uh, a lot of us these days have kind of a dichotomy going on. We have this outward-facing, we tell the public all sorts of stuff, but then we're very private, and we don't Mm. really open up, and we don't have connections with people. But that's one of the benefits. I mentioned, uh, you know, being a believer in Christ. If you're part of a church... There's a whole uh, wealth of resources and support available if we'll ask, right? It's difficult. It is difficult, even with just the pace of life, uh, to begin to ask for extra connections in your kids' lives. You're trying as a parent to connect with your own child and to make time there, but to make time with other people within the church or surrounding your family that you know could be a positive influence in your kid's life is so so important. I remember doing a ceremony for my son when he turned 13. I invited several adults in my life that have impacted my life to speak into his life, and they wrote letters and advice to him, and I've asked them throughout the the years since then. Now he's 17. Have you looked at that notebook, these people that spoke some truths into your life? And then when he was talking about dating at 16, he was considering that, and we were talking about intentional moments in that we talked about him having at least two mentors in his life that could speak freely into his life, where he could talk to them and and, and unload emotional uh, baggage that he may have outside of our home. And uh, we wanted to talk through the the trustworthiness of some of these maybe potentially spiritual mentors that could pray for him uh, or have influence and input in his life. The reality is there are multiple builders in our kids' lives. And as parents, we can help our children begin to choose the builders they have in their lives. And uh, so let's encourage our kids to be looking for some people that they would be open to speaking into their lives. And we, as adults, as the parents, have a role in all of that. And uh, Jim Daly and I had a fun conversation with Dr. David Clark. Uh, He's an author and licensed psychologist, and he encourages you to gather a support team for your child. David, welcome back. Well, good to be here. All right. So right off the bat, you ask if children are gifts from God in your book or instruments of slow torture. So which is it? (laughs) It is both. It's both. I know. You said in your opening, it's wonderful. We find our four kids just endlessly interesting and fascinating. So the the gender breakdown of your four kids, what is it? We have Emily, Leanne, and Nancy, three girls right in a row. And then there was a pause. And we weren't sure we were going to have a fourth, and then we did. God took a hand, and then so William Clark came along. You also relate, and of course, people, if you don't know Dr. David Clark, um, there is a lot of humor in what he writes. And I think you use that as a tool to make sure you can hit tough topics in a way that people can digest it. Is that fair? Right. You just can't say it. It's too serious and yeah. too threatening, so a humor goes a long way. So take that as we continue to talk about it, because right off the bat, you relate to parenting as a, a major war, a battle. What exactly is the war and what are you getting at? Well, there's three wars. You're in a war with your own kids. They're wonderful. They're precious gifts from God. The Bible's clear on that. However, they're fiendishly inventive. They have the old nature and they want their way. 
And along the way, they're going to break your heart. You have to embrace that truth. Every now and then, you have a sweetheart of a kid who's pretty easy to raise. It's like a white rhino. Very rare. And if you have one like that, you ain't going to have two. So you're fighting your kids. You're also fighting your spouse. Sandy and I had we come to find out after our first child two totally different parenting styles based on our personalities, based on how we were raised. Oh, my goodness. So that we had a struggle to figure out because you need to be a team. And we disagreed on most things and we had to figure it out. And then, of course, you're in a war with culture, which means Satan. Well, that's so true. And we're going to unpack all of that. But how can parents make a difference when we have so many forces, like you've described, kind of aiming against us or trying to take us down in our role and responsibility? Well, Proverbs 22, 6 says it best. You quoted that, Jim. We Parents are the final authority. We have the most influence. That's always been the case, and it always will be. All these surveys taken, even among secular people, parents have the most influence. So we can do it with God's help. Yeah. And you and Sandy had uh, a big decision about selling a house, and you parlayed that into a parenting approach. How did you do that, and what does it mean? Don't ever sell a home. Die in the home you're in. (laughs) I am telling you. And this new home we have, I'm going to be carried out. I'm not selling. (laughs) All the different pieces, fixing it up and and dealing with the realtor. The bank was the worst. We banked with this, I won't give the bank's name, for 35 years, and they acted like they didn't even know us, which they didn't. They dragged the process out, all kinds of paperwork. They lose the paperwork. Nightmare. So we figured out we couldn't do it alone. Even Sandy and I working together, we had to have a support team. We had a wonderful realtor, Liz, wonderful person. She really helped us. And we had friends, Bob and Pam Johns, our best friends. They were on the team. They were talking. So they, they'd, Bob has sold, uh, bought and sold several homes, so he knew the process. He's an old banker. Not old, but he used to bank. And so we had my parents who would listen to us crab and whine. And so it was a team. Same thing's true of parenting. You can't do it alone. Got to have a team. What does that team look like? Well... It is God, first of all. Again, just like marriage, you can't do parenting alone without him. He's got the power. Who can raise a child? Who can have the patience, the self-control, the the endurance, the wisdom, the guidance to raise a child on their own? Can't do it. So you stay close to God. Of course, you're going to be very connected to your spouse. You're going to be a team. Church, I think, is vitally important. I know focus is, is full support of the local church. You need to be in church and not just attending, but involved. Children's ministry, if you've got kids, uh, solid youth program for youth. Got to have it. We, looking back, we wouldn't have made it without that. Huh. Plus, you've got friends, and you've got the Word of God. You've got worship. The kids are involved in that. And other adults that can really come alongside. I say coaches. We had some wonderful coaches. This is uh, could be just persons or other couples that you're very close to that support you in your parenting. We were saved by godly people like that. The Johns were some of them that that really came alongside of us. And when you're in the middle of it, you can't see what to do until you read Dr. Clark's wonderful book. And even if you do, talking to a friend who knows your kids, well, have you tried this? I hadn't thought of that. Gosh. And, And you start doing that and it works. The truth is that we cannot uh, win the battle uh, for our kids against the culture. I mean, the culture is eventually going to just step in and influence our kids in ways that we just don't like. So, Danny, what's your advice for parents who feel like, I've lost. I mean, I might as well just give up because I can't win. And I've heard that over and over again. I think that there is a temptation to just say, man, there's so much influence in our kids' lives. The culture's going a certain way, and especially if your child is starting to go that way, you, you go, what's the use? I've tried so hard, and it, it just hasn't worked. And I want to encourage parents that the parent-child relationship is the most influential and most important relationship in a child's development. 
And I want that to sink in with parents. It means that you can have uh, the, the most long-lasting influence in a child's life by intentionally stepping into conversations with your child. Do not give up. It's going to be worthwhile. Your kids will remember those conversations. That what, what I have found to be long-lasting is if you create consistent conversations, a consistent message. It's not just one conversation, but it's consistent conversations along the way. And then asking important questions along the way instead of telling your child what to do because that can be very disconnecting. Yeah. Allow your child to process their life, process truth that comes through social media and non-truths that come through that. We live in an age of micro-influencers, but there is a major influence through a parent-child relationship. And this points back again to the reinforcement of your values Mm -hmm. through other adults. And we are grateful that we had so many people in our church speaking into our kids' lives as they were growing up. It's not like a formula where you you get this done and nothing Mm -hmm. bad is ever going to happen, but we had a lot of different adults speaking into my kids' lives. Um, at different points along the way. And I'm really grateful for that because it is that intentionality and the consistency, the, the, the drip irrigation, if you will, of values into our children's lives that makes the difference. Yeah, and I would say, John, it's also not being afraid to say no and to have boundaries. Set some boundaries. Because we're not here to make our kids happy. Yeah, I've said be, that before. Be unpopular and yeah, yeah. set a few boundaries. Dive into this and encourage your kids along the way. That's good. I appreciate that. Well, we heard earlier from Dr. David Clark. He's got a book with lots of great uh, practical advice called Parenting is Hard and Then You Die, a fun but honest look at raising kids of all ages right. And make a donation of any amount to Focus on the Family today. Help us produce podcasts like this and make resources available to parents. And we'll send a copy of this book as our thank you gift for joining the support team. You can donate and uh, get that book and other help when you visit the episode notes or call 800, the letter A, and the word family. And do stop by the website for further advice on parenting kids of all ages and stages. Danny's team, uh, boy, Danny, you've done a terrific job of putting together Mm -hmm. uh, resources and help. And there's a really informative series of articles about the seven traits of effective parenting, We're going to link over to that free resource in the episode notes. Next time, we'll talk about strengthening your marriage and how that can improve your parenting. For now, on behalf of Danny and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.